Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, welcome to episode 122 of French Your Way podcast, episode 122. I have good news for you today. There's no smoking brains. You can rest, relax. We're not going to do any grammar or uh, formal learning. In fact, this episode is to help boosting your motivation and uh, give yourself a sense of, of purpose about uh, learning French. A uh, little while ago, I received uh, an email from uh, Max, who is uh, learning French because he dreams of, uh, of living in Canada one day. And uh, Max told me that apart from uh, this reason, which he finds is uh, very specific, he can't think uh, about any other way to use uh, his knowledge of French. And is asking me to share a few advantages of uh, speaking French in the modern world, which I'm more than happy uh, to do. Because when I read uh, your uh, message, Max, I was I was surprised because I see tons of reasons to learn uh, a foreign language and uh, French uh, for uh, for that matter. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, of course, give you like my opinion, some of uh, the reasons that came to, to my mind, but I will also uh, quote from uh, some articles that are linked uh, in the show notes uh, because I also did the research about like what are the reasons to learn French and there are a lot of uh, articles that already exist. So I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. They said very well and like many times you find the same reasons uh, anyway. Um, so, you know, French is the only language, or you may not know, actually, it's, it's the only language uh, alongside English that is uh, taught in every country in the world. So that makes it a very, very popular um, foreign language uh, for uh, that students learn. Okay, but that doesn't give you a reason uh, to learn French. Uh, French is spoken on every continent. Well, except maybe Antarctica. When I say maybe, is actually because I know that there are some French, uh, um, how do you call like research centers. There are some uh, explorations that are made there. So even even there. And who knows? Maybe penguins also learn French. But if we accept Antarctica, it is spoken in. Uh, in the American uh, on the American continent, with uh, uh, Canada, for example, so it's spoken in Europe. It's spoken in the Pacific Islands. Thinks of um, think of uh, Vanuatu or uh, New Caledonia. It's it's uh, spoken in uh, many uh, countries in Africa. So um, the the Maghreb, so northern Africa, for example, uh, Morocco, but also uh, Senegal, Vietnam. Oh, Vietnam is not in Africa, Madagascar, uh, the Mali, in Asia, yes, in Vietnam, in uh, in India, and apart from uh, from uh, France in Europe, you can also use your French in uh, Belgium or Switzerland. Uh, so what else? Uh, French Polynesia, uh, the Seychelles, uh, to name uh, uh, but a few. So it's awesome. It's very handy language to um, to use in your travels. Um, 
There are uh, 51 member states uh, and governments that are part of the International Organization of Francophonie, so French-speaking countries. And among these 51 countries, 28 of those have a French as an official language. Sometimes it's not the only official language, but it's one recognized official language. Yeah, so it's widely spoken. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. So you would uh, travel to these countries and you can also go uh, to work in these countries as uh, you may be wanting to do. Max, once you get to, to Canada, you go uh, work there. There are also a lot of uh, headquarters in uh, big uh, like international companies who have uh, their uh, headquarters in a, a francophone French-speaking country, for example, Danone, so the dairy product, yogurt, uh, Lacoste, uh, so uh, shoes and, and uh, uh, say clothes, uh, uh, we see them, they sponsor the, the, the tennis, for example, uh, Nestle, L'Oreal, L'Oreal for hair product, etc. Also, according to a website that I uh, came upon um, during my research, which is called thefrenchcorner.net, it says, I quote, each year an estimated 200,000 Americans lose out on jobs because they don't speak another language. Uh, and there's also a link to a source. Uh, so learning French will uh, bolster your uh, resume and give you skills that you may just um, find yourself using at work. Working is also what students do. Uh, so it's, uh, um, there are many advantages of, uh, of studying in France. There are a lot of uh, um, well-known French universities, such as uh, La Sorbonne, uh, l'Université Pierre et Marie Curie, etc. So, uh, good opportunities for uh, higher education. There are also les grandes écoles, so that's more reserved to the uh, elite. So, for example, Polytechnique. And uh, students with uh, a good level of French, they may be eligible to apply for uh, a French government grant to enroll on a postgraduate course of their choice in France. And that uh, leads to an internationally recognized postgraduate degree. Uh, so yes, when I was working in uh, Alliance Française uh, Beijing, for example, there were a lot of uh, young uh, people who were uni or um, or even high school uni students who um, were learning French in order to be able to go to study in France. And to go uh, study in France, you need to uh, testify, like you need to, um, to have a, a, a French certificate. You need to show that you have at least a B2 level in French. Then, if you love uh, French language, often it's also because you like French uh, culture and French is the international language for uh, cooking. So, for example, Pierre Hermé, and there are a lot of uh, French uh, grand chefs. Uh, fashion, so think of uh, Coco Chanel, for example. Uh, theater and the visual arts. There's the uh, Cannes Film Festival that is um, uh, held every year in the south of France. Uh, music, dance, like le, le Ballet de l'Opéra de Paris. Uh, uh, architecture as well. I haven't talked about literature, of course literature, if you have a, a knowledge of French language, it gives you access to great works 
in the original uh, original language um, of uh, Victor Hugo, Émile Zola, Alexandre Dumas, who are the the, the three uh, writers and novelists that are and the only three that are currently buried in the uh, Panthéon, and I talk uh, about the Panthéon in episode 105 of a French Way podcast episode. That's uh, well worth a visit if you are in uh, in uh, Paris. So apart from reading from these uh, three famous writers, there's also Molière. We say that uh, English is the language of Shakespeare, and we say that uh, French is uh, la langue de Molière. So it's Shakespeare's equivalent. So that's uh, more old French, more difficult to read. But if you have a good level in French, why not? It is uh, accessible to you. Sartre, as a philosopher and writer, Gustave Flaubert, and just comics, uh, Asterix and Tintin, which are worldwide famous, then you can um, start reading them in French. It's actually a really good start. I have um, published, or check out the, the, the show notes for the links. I have published an article in uh, entitled uh, called Where to Start Reading French Books. Uh, and I also have a recommended list and Asterix and Tintin are, like Tintin is an excellent start. Asterix is full of uh, uh, puns and cultural references. So maybe for a more advanced level, well, if you want to get a high degree of reading, otherwise you can just read it just for the fun of it. Uh, you may miss some, uh, some of what makes it a really, um, really particularly brilliant and clever, but you will still have a good time. Uh, so, uh, songs, uh, Edith Piaf, well, I'm not a big fan of her, but, uh, uh, art, uh, uh, the Impressionists, many of them are French. So, Monet, Manet, Edgar Degas, who was all, um, painting, uh, the ballerinas, dancers, uh, sports, we have, uh, Zinedine Zidane, you know. Um, France is the language of the, uh, philosophers of the Enlightenment, uh, Rousseau and Voltaire, uh, were two uh, major figures of uh, that period, uh, pre-French uh, Revolution uh, period, and they are also buried in the in the Panthéon, which is uh, fun because they were enemies in life and they're kind of. Uh, side by side but one is on the left uh, side of the L and one is on the right side uh, yes so the 18th century enlightenment um, helped spread the idea of uh, the human rights throughout the world and isn't French uh, famous for its uh, declaration of the, the right uh, of men la déclaration des droits, des droits de l'homme so if these are things that uh, you are sensi sensitive about, um, you may want to be able to identify yourself a little bit or know a bit more about the language of uh, the native language of all these people that I've mentioned. French is also a working language and an official language in the United Nations. Well, that's just an argument. You may not do anything with it, but uh, uh, it's also uh, used in the European Union, in the UNESCO, in the NATO, in the International Olympic Committee. Uh, there's the Red Cross as well, La Croix Rouge, and international courts. 
It's also the language of a ballet. If you uh, have been dancing, you already know what un plié and un développé is. They are literally French words. So un plié is that when fall, uh, plié is to fold. So that's when you uh, bend your legs. A développé, to develop. So you, you, you take out your leg like gradually. You open it like a, like a flower. I said already, but I repeat that after English, uh, French is the most learned language uh, worldwide. So that means also that there's a, there's a huge number of resources, mine for example, but also many others that I um, I um, that are out there, and some that I even share on my uh, start here page because I find that they are really good. So many resources uh, for you to to study, brush up, or learn uh, online, and there are uh, many communities available to uh, you French learners. There are many conversation uh, uh, groups. Look up uh, for um, a meetup in your area. So it's really really easy to. Um, find opportunities to practice your French. French is also a language that is uh, is fun to learn. And contrary to popular belief, it's not as difficult to learn as uh, we say. It is a language that uh, does require a certain precision, but it's also capable of uh, expressing really great subtlety. It doesn't take that long to reach a, a level where you can already communicate in French, so it doesn't take long to get a survival French or a beginner level. And uh, there are uh, many methods on the markets that uh, make the experience uh, enjoyable. What's more, many of you who learn French language, in addition to loving French gastronomy and fashion, etc., you love the sound of uh, the language. It is soft, it's melodious, uh, like Italian is. And many of you find that it is uh, such a romantic language. Also, French uh, is a good base to learn other languages. So, um, especially Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, and Romanian, because they share uh, some uh, some roots. And also English, because 50% of our current English vocabulary is derived from French. So that should really lessen the number of words that you, you have to learn by heart. I will also add that uh, learning a language is uh, good for opening up your horizons. So not just traveling, but also in the figurative sense. So it's a great opening of mind. So um, the different structures in the way that you form a sentence, a different choice for, for words uh, throughout the languages, they show a people's way of seeing the word. For example, uh, the Inuits, so people uh, living in the North Pole, like northern areas, they have about, uh, I don't remember, 15, 30, 40 words to describe snow. We only have one word, snow. But for them, it's very important to know if it's more like kind of slush or what type of, uh, of snow it is, maybe maybe for, for safety, for example. Um, I also um, find striking this example of like the structure my name is in uh, in English, which is I call myself 
in in French, je m'appelle, while in Russian it's um, so mina zavut blah blah blah. So uh, they call me and and then the name. So it's uh, three different ways of um, um, a, like of seeing a same thing. Three different ways of uh, of thinking. Learning French is also a, it's a great mental exercise. It's a good uh, stimulation. It can help you uh, train your memory, and um, that is thought to slow the effects of uh, Alzheimer's and also of dementia. So, I mean, it's worth a try. It can't hurt anyway, and and it does help uh, work on your on your memory skills. Uh, so that's for uh, the process of uh, of aging, uh, brain aging. Now, if you're retired, it's also uh, just a great activity, a great use of your of your time. It can be it's a social time. I mean, uh, learning a language is about communication, right? Um, I know that uh, many of you listening um, have uh, attended or attend uh, the University of the Third Age, and I don't know if you're listening to me. Uh, Paula uh, in England. I know that you. I think you don't attend uh, anymore, but uh, I know that you are a keen, uh, a keen follower of my of my work. So you would probably agree with that. Um, so yes, if you're retired, great use of your time, and you also uh, get to read uh, all those books and watch all these movies during your free time. You may find it uh, difficult to find ways of uh, practicing your French and I have written uh, an article and I've published a podcast episode actually about how to add French to your daily life. So that's, um, there's a link in the show notes and if you want to listen to the episode right now, it's episode 107 of French Away podcast. And finally, um, some of you may uh, want to learn French language um, to uh, connect again with some roots with your ancestors. If you're um, an English speaker, there are good chances that uh, you actually share common history with the French. I also know of a, a former student, because I don't uh, give um, private lessons anymore, uh, who uh, had his uh, her son uh, living in Canada, uh, in Quebec, and she wanted to be able to read books uh, with her grandchildren. So that was a, a, a huge motivation uh, for her and, uh, and, a really, and a really sweet one, I think, as well. So again, uh, check all uh, the links and the resources in uh, the show notes on frenchaway.com.au slash podcast 122. And if you can think of uh, other reasons uh, to learn French, uh, please add them to the comment, sec uh, to the comment section. It would be uh, great to, to know and to, to share uh, your opinion. Thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Away Podcast.